0: want to live a high vibe life with radiant energy levels, juicy sexual vitality, and have great success manifesting abundance in your life. Welcome to the Sexual Kung Fu Podcast, where we dive deep into sexual mastery and how to use sexual energy to magnetize your ideal life. Welcome guys, good to see you. I just got back from Mount Shasta. I was there for just over a week. had a really amazing time powerful place one of the uh power centers of the planet uh big vortex there uh powerful spiritual energy emanating from that mountain so just spending a week playing in the woods climbing the mountain uh hiking just connecting with nature is really awesome nice to get out and uh just you know recharge for a bit so um what else is going on i'll be announcing more things as more people jump on but today i'm going to be talking about uh sex and money sex and abundance really sex is really an expression of abundance to have first of all sexual energy to have an abundance of sexual energy um to to be able to engage in sex means that the the functions of the body are healthy enough to put it into something extra right and when people are stressed out when they're drained they're depleted uh they often have sexual dysfunction because the body's trying to protect itself and its core energy just for like basic functions just for basic uh <clears throat> maintenance and survival right and so There's, I've noticed a very direct uh, connection between the amount of sexual energy flowing freely in my life and the amount of money flowing in my life, both into and out of my life, right? it's important to understand that money is a it's a it's energy a lot of people get really weird about talking about money like it's some evil thing and money is just an energy it's it's something that we give value to and obviously there's been a lot of manipulation in our our money systems you know the, the fiat system things like that but um w- what i'm really talking about when money is just this this energy of exchange this, this having an abundance of whatever it is to create you know, exchange for the things you need in your life, the things you want, right? And again, I've noticed a direct correlation between the liberation and the channeling of my sexual energy, abundant flow of sexual energy in my life with an abundance of flow of uh, money in my life, you know, Um, for many, many, I mean, for most of my life, I struggled with this lack mindset, which I think a lot of people have. uh, Because, you know, I came from a family that uh, there was a lot of that great depression influence, like there's not enough, we have to save what we have and you know we have to get the cheapest thing possible so i kind of i kind of got conditioned into that by my parents and it was a really really difficult pattern for me to break it was always like oh that's too expensive this is too much i don't have enough there's definitely not enough money out there for me right i had these really unhealthy uh beliefs systems around money because that's often the primary thing around your belief with both money and sex it's it's a belief system it's something that is ingrained in your subconscious you don't realize it but you're stuck in these certain patterns of beliefs and what you actually uh open yourself up to to receive from the world around you and both to give as well to give and a receiving right and so let's talk about sex you know a lot of people uh they're stuck sexually they're either you know uh for men a lot of men who are kind of interested in the work that I'm doing I'm seeing this pattern in that they're somewhere on these you know two ends of extremes of the spectrum they're either uh overindulging in sex in ejaculation specifically ejaculating too frequently they're depleting themselves. They're depleting their sexual energy, which is the creative energy, which is your driving force to, to manifest, to create, to birth, whatever it is in your life that you want. Right. Um, that's the one extreme. The other extreme is they're suppressing this drive. And this is unfortunately common in a lot of men who are doing semen retention, who are doing no fat is they're going about it. in I would say not the most holistic way they're suppressing their sexual energy. They're saying, okay, uh, they, because they understand that this other extreme of, of releasing their energy too much is, depleting them. And so they often go to the exact opposite. Okay. No more flow of sexual energy in my body. I'm not going to think about sexual. I'm not going to have sexual thoughts. I'm definitely not going to engage in any sort of sexual pleasure. I'm just going to be a celibate monk or, or only have, you know, sex with women. I can't touch my body. And so they get in this pattern of suppression of contracting their, their sexual energy. So these two patterns, either recklessly overspending it, we could say, or holding on to it rigidly. Right. And people often have these same patterns with their money. Uh, There's people who, as soon as they get, as soon as they make money, they spend it. They spend more than they're getting, right? And they go into debt or they're afraid to spend their money because they believe that if they spend it, they won't have any more. So they get into this lack mindset. And it's this interesting correlation between that and your sexual energy, right? And so the key for me has been uh, a point of balance, Uh, understanding that the sex drive and this, the experience of sex, sexuality, orgasm, sexual pleasure, sexual connection is important. It's very important. This isn't some brace physical act. I mean, it certainly can be. But uh, in my opinion, my experience, sex is inherently a very spiritual act. When it's engaged in it as, as such, as an act of connection, a connect, a, a an act of, of activating higher centers of your body, engaging your entire being in sex. It's this powerful flow of energy between you and the universe, really, right? And you'll know I've noticed that when I started to channel my sexual energy, things just started to flow better in my life. Situations started to open up for me, different people flowed into my life. And specifically, I got more creative about, you know, where I was going in my life. This is the thing a lot of people struggle with, is like we have these beliefs about uh what we're supposed to be doing in life and a lot of it isn't really our own belief it's like what did society tell me i should do we, we grew up in this matrix slave system of okay you should get a job whatever job you can find as long as it pays you know enough to just barely get by that's great that's what you should do with your life and people are basically enslaved their whole lives. they're not happy they're not doing what they're passionate about they're doing what they feel like they should be doing just to make money and they You know come home and drink a beer to try to forget about this to numb themselves right this is the pattern that a lot of people are stuck in this is the the american dream right the nine to five job the the slave system basically well it's an old paradigm it's falling apart right now and we don't have to live in that anymore we live in a world of abundance you know this is the biggest thing is like um this belief that there's not enough there's definitely not enough for me but the truth is that there's uh, abundance you know it's like once cryptocurrency started people were making. (laughs) <laughs> tons and tons of money from, no- from practically nothing. It's just like, so they what I'm trying to say is there's this endless supply of abundance in the universe. And if you learn to open yourself up, to channel your energy, to get things flowing, to connect harmoniously with the outside world, you can start to create this flow of abundance in your life. And a big part of that is following your passion, creating something of value to the world around you. That's the biggest thing is this is the, the new paradigm we're entering into, you know, at least the, the opportunity for it is to, uh, do what you're, excited about do what you're passionate about do what, what, what is what lights you up so that you have you know you're developing skills in a certain area and then you're sharing with the world for me that has been training in depth in sexual kung fu in you know qigong meditation journal alchemy practice and then i started to share this with the world as soon as i did uh this huge flow of energy flowed up for me where i'm sharing you know what i've learned with others and money's flowing into my life This exchange is happening right it's how it works you create something that uh it becomes an exchange. So money is about an exchange, just like sex. Sex is an exchange. It's an exchange of energy. And when you're, you know, holding yourself back, you know, you're like, well, I can't open up this person. I can't give my energy to this person. They'll take it all. Then you're going to find yourself stagnant. And you'll you'll see that in your, your, your uh, finances as well. It's this interesting correlation that I'm seeing. So when you can liberate yourself to believe that you are worthy of unlimited pleasure, unlimited uh satisfaction unlimited potential and also unlimited you know financial abundance which is actually a very you know it's it's often a deeply ingrained belief system these beliefs we have around money and around sex as well a lot of men believe that they're not actually worthy of having a a partner who's a match for them having a, a sexually abundant relationship and things like that so there's a lot of this inner work to do and dissolve that and you know that's really a big part of what sexual kung fu is is uh Learning to see where you're blocked because if your energy is blocked, you know, you're not going to <laughs> have the sex life that you want or the finances that you want. And when you learn to open up to channel this energy, not just through your body, but into the world around you, this is creative energy. It's, it's the ability to create from nothing. That's what sexual energy is. Everything in the universe was created from an orgasm, from this yin-yang polarity, this, this, uh, magnetic interaction, right? Right and so when you get this process going within your body you know it's like as above so with uh, as above so below it starts to resonate the world around you all of a sudden your interactions with others become more harmonious because you have this this activated flow of energy this harmonious flow of energy within yourself and then you start to see it again in your financial life as well abundance starts to flow into your life and you're also freely you know giving your energy back to the world as well so it, it creates this current this uh, uh this exchange. And that's what sex is all about. And again, that's why I'm so so passionate about this work is because when men, uh, I mean, men and women, but you know, I'm focused towards men a lot, uh, when men learn to harmonize their sexual energy, not spend it recklessly, but also not hold it back to the point where they're becoming rigid uh and stuck and stagnant in it, learning to engage in sex in a harmonious way, in an abundant way, where you fully penetrate your partner with all of your presence, all of your being uh And you learn to to circulate this energy harness it and store it in your body you know it lights you up you have an abundance of energy and this completely transforms your life it transformed my life you know this was the biggest change i had in my life was sex and and the sexual experience you know i was always very uh obsessed with sex, obsessed with orgasm, but I didn't know how to do it in a sustainable way. It's like, okay, for me, it looked like spending hours looking at porn and then having a depleting, uh, ejaculatory orgasm and then feeling like shit after that. And then trying to find other outlets to like, make me feel kind of good. It's just like spending it's this endless chase where you never actually find this sustainable state of, you know, harmony. Right. And that, for me, that completely changed when I started doing this work, uh, opening up the energy channels of the body, Reprogramming this reprogramming the sexual energy to flow internally, learning to have a different type of orgasm, not a depleting one, a internally recycling one, a resonance orgasm with your partner. It completely changed who I was. It completely changed my dependency. I will say on external circumstances, you become more confident, you become more grounded, you become more self-sufficient in your life so that you're not reliant on these external you know control systems to get you, to give you what you want right so um anyways guys kind of wrap up this part of it um there's a huge correlation between your abundance you know financial abundance materially abundance uh spiritual abundance and your abundance of sexual energy and the ability to channel it freely through your body and into your life into creative outlets into productivity into passion into doing something meaningful and creating you know something real in this world so uh something else uh so so to wrap this up i'm teaching a free workshop a free masterclass tomorrow it's called male sexual mastery secrets and i'm going to be teaching how to uh overcome premature ejaculation which is a huge issue for men you're going to learn some really awesome techniques that you can use right away to last longer in bed you're going to learn how to have non-ejaculatory orgasms i'm going to teach some direct methods to do that um you're gonna learn how to practice semen retention in a sustainable way, an, a way that's enjoyable, not full of rigidity and suppression, but about free flowing sexual pleasure and sexual energy um, and all kinds of other things as well. So sign up for that. My male sexual mastery, master uh, <laughs> male sexual mastery class tomorrow. Uh, there's a link in this YouTube video. There's a link in my Instagram bio as well. So check that out, <clears throat> don't wanna miss it. And also uh, any ladies who are watching, my partner Mariah is also teaching a, a masterclass for women tomorrow. Um, there's a link to her Instagram account on, on my, on this YouTube channel. Uh, those of you on Instagram, go to her Hey Mariah Ann account and you'll find that. So, all right, guys, that's my, uh, that's today's sermon. And, uh, with that, I'm going to get into some questions. Hossein says to be deeply sexual is to be deeply spiritual, potentially. Definitely depends how, you know, uh, it depends what your experience of sex is. And that, you know, people can be deeply se- sexually experienced with the more lustful aspects of sex. And that's not ne- necessarily going to boost their spiritual experience. But when you're deeply engaged in like the conscious sex the, the tantric sex, the full multidimensional, op- like full body, full chakra, sexual exchange, definitely deeply, uh, spiritual. Smoothie break. Juan says, Greetings from Argentina, greetings from US phase clan says what does kundalini syndrome feel like been struggling with a weird buzz at the crown area Uh, kundalini syndrome it's gonna feel different for different people typically this is also known as kundalini psychosis uh this is often what this really is is the the back channel the body is overly active all this energy is rising it's it's basically too much ascending energy not enough descending energy to balance that out and you'll often feel like headaches insomnia excessive thinking kind of like psychosis gets a slightly hallucinatory kind of um you know disassociated from reality feelings um pressure in the head I think I already mentioned that so there's a lot of you know these are some of the signs of Kundalini psychosis which often isn't actually really related to true kundalini it's just again too much yang energy and this is often balanced by grounding opening up your ascending current sinking energy into the earth qigong's great for this microcosmic orbit opens up that front channel um and you say you've been struggling with a weird buzz at the crown area i mean that may not necessarily have to do with kundalini may just be this energy center your crown opening up or just like you know some nervous system thing happening up there you know maybe nothing maybe you know something It's difficult to say yasir hamadi says i have a problem with microcosmic orbit i think he's going to say more about that okay Ruyun sax says i'd like to learn more about chakras and how the energy works but there's a lot of shitty beginner videos about that topic what source do you think is most reliable to look into i mean as far as chakras i'm i don't know if I'm the best person to ask about this um i've i'm way what I'm using I'm using much more of the Taoist model you know I don't really work personally work with chakras that much I mean I do work with like the energy centers of the body they are related to like the acupoints of for example the microcosmic orbit has all these kind of nodal points the the acupoints that court they do correspond to the chakra center so I guess I do work with them often but uh as far as like the the traditional Vedic system chakras there's many 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 different systems there's seven chakra system this most popular eight chakra system I've seen 15 chakra systems there's there's a lot of different ones so I unfortunately I'm not the best person to ask about that <laughs> but um I like the Taoist model because it's a lot more practical like the stuff on chakras is often people talk about it's often very vague you know um because most people don't actually have first-hand experience with it they're just repeating what they heard from other people which is fine but um yeah I'm more of a like experiential based in what I what I what I teach Hussein says, I'm curious about your necklace. I've got some black kyanite here. Been loving the black And I've got my raw key from Arcturus raw, old Jed pillar. Larry Gar says, how long after knowing about semen retention, did you manifest your girlfriend? Well, I first really, really, I first heard about semen retention back in like 2010 when I was reading. Uh, I forget what book I was reading. I think it was a Dr- Drunvalo Melchizedek book where he's talking about Uh, a lot of spiritual paths believing in withholding their semen so i heard about it in 2010 but i didn't practice it until 2013 so (laughs) there's a few years of that but but as far as like into actually putting it into practice um i think it's also important to mention that when i was really going into depth in this stuff training this stuff i was at kind of a a point of celibacy in my life where i wasn't really looking to date i wasn't looking to be with people because i was like okay i keep attracting the same like conflicts in relationships the same issues so maybe i need to like be single for a while do some inner work and kind of get to the root of some of these things then see what happens which you know was a great choice and so it was about you know uh how long was it say it was like nine months or so from a point of like really really going deep into stuff to when i you know dated someone and put it into practice sh says hey i'm on day 85 of semen retention and i have a lot of headaches i'm not crazy but one day felt uh, fell asleep because of these headaches and i saw weird things people i don't know places i don't know any ideas i mean might have been dreaming (laughs) um it's probably just too much energy in the head this is common uh so so you know headaches in general are usually caused by energy stuck in the head because we're always you know, in our heads, we're looking at screens, which gives me a headache. If I spend much time staring at a blue screen, <clears throat> um, too much mental activity, stress, you know, there's a lot of things that cause headaches. Um, retention can feed it because you're building up all this young energy. And if you're not, if you don't know how to ground that energy, if you don't know how to circulate and balance it, then it tends to kind of rise up get stuck in your head you know feed your mental patterns and things like that so meditation skills are important uh qigong as well as is really important for learning to ground that energy to, to wire your energy body into the earth so you have a safe you know grounding current for your energy body okay the class tomorrow uh is at what time is it is at 4 p.m la time which is 7 p.m. Eastern time. Sorry, guys, in the rest of the other parts of the world, I, I don't know off the top of my head, but just yeah. 4 p.m. Pacific time is my masterclass tomorrow. There's a link in Instagram bio. There's a link in this YouTube video. Yasir Hamadi says, if I completed the microcosmic orbit circuit and didn't circulate the energy in the orbit, does that cause problems? I don't exactly know what you mean by that, like completing the circuit, but not circulating the energy, because if you're if you're completing the circuit, then you are circulating the energy through the orbit. So I'm not exactly sure. You can rephrase your question a bit. Okay. Nils BR says, do you lose energy when you orgasm without ejaculation? There's a theory that the loss of energy is not only due to semen loss, but also due to the overstimulation of the brain like a drug experience. Well, I think it depends what type of orgasm you're having. Like if you're having peak orgasms, like the method where you're, uh, basically hitting the point of no the return, then like squeezing the pelvic floor, like using the finger lock to, to have a dry general orgasm, then you're still getting a lot of the same Kind of chemistry changes in the body, dopamine release, maybe prolactin release. I don't know. There's been a lot of scientific studies on this, honestly, but for me personally, uh, the, the non-ejaculatory orgasm that I'm mostly focusing on and teaching is more of an energetic orgasm. It's a valley orgasm. It's a state of orgasm. So it's not so much of an up down in like your brain chemistry and things like that. It's more of a, a solidified state, it's just like a heightened vibration uh, in, in your full body being. It's very powerful. And personally, I don't feel depletion from this. breathing the I see uh, it says good. Sorry if I said that wrong. He says good. They say good sources for learning Qigong. Check out my, uh, uh, energy upgrade training. There's a link in my Instagram bio. You're on Instagram. Um, there's also a link in some of my YouTube videos on Qigong. Uh, I recommend that because, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of good Qigong teachers out there and there's a lot of, you know, teachers out there who are just kind of teaching these physical practices that just kind of, you know, mobilize the, the tissues circulate the blood that's very different than actually cultivating energy because it's tangible right so check out my free energy upgrade training and you'll get a good start I also have a Qigong playlist on my YouTube channel with some solid practices on it William in says can you describe blue balls uh blue balls is basically a swelling of the uh the testicles and the usually the vas deferens the cord that connects the testicles to the body it gets a bit swollen as well and it's just the it's like a a very they things feel very tender sometimes a bit painful and it's basically because you become highly aroused all this energy builds up this expanding sexual energy arousal nervous system electricity whatever it all builds up in the genitals and you know it's either dispersed through ejaculation or you disperse it internally through the sexual kung fu practices of you know circulating internal energy um and so if you're experiencing blue balls it's because you are not circulating the energy your body's too tense you're not able to kind of integrate that energy into the rest of your body so it's a it's a stagnant issue an issue and it's not a huge deal you know it's, it's probably going to happen in the beginning when you learn to have non-ejaculatory sex but with training it can be overcome like i don't really get blue balls anymore every every now and then it's pretty rare but occasionally it will happen to me but for the most part i don't experience blue balls even after like you know long sessions of non ejaculatory sex so it's basically too much energy stuck in the genitals enrique palacio's fitness says how how often should i do the microcosmic orbit it depends what your goals are. If you're like, you know, depends what you're working with as far as like internal energy systems. <clears throat> in general, it's good to do it every day or at least every other day frequently. If If circulating sexual energy through your body and just general health and balance is a goal, then it's great to do the microcosmic orbit even for a little bit every day. breathing the IE says thoughts on the goat montauk chia montachi is great you know he brought uh one of the main forces of bringing daoist practices to the west you know i, I love montauk chia huge respect for him his books completely changed my life learning the Taoist practices um and so yeah i love Montachia. i love what he teaches having said that his his techniques are not perfect i've noticed that he tends to skip a lot of really important foundational things in a system such as building the dantian. Tien. Uh, I mean, he talks about, it. he talks about the dantian, like, yeah, you know, filling with energy and stuff, but it takes a lot of sedentary sitting work to really fill the dantian to where you can like actually kind of mobilize it as the driver of your Chi that it really is. And he, I didn't really see that in his system. Maybe I missed something, but it wasn't apparent from what I studied from him. And also his sexual techniques are kind of based on tension, like squeezing the pelvic floor. He says always squeeze the pelvic floor during sex, which for me, uh, increases my penis sensitivity. and makes me ejaculate quicker. I noticed, you know, and I use these techniques for years. I, I had a lot of success with them, but overall I was realizing it made me much more sensitive during sex. When I started using and developing relaxation-based methods, relaxing the pelvic floor instead of squeezing less force and more relaxation. Uh, it took me to, a uh, Uh, another level of my practice so love Montauk I just you know I practice things a bit differently than he does smoothie time we got some uh my smoothie I got some goji berries got some black sesame seeds pumpkin seeds um what else do I have in here I forget probably some honey or something peter fried says i can't summon enough arousal without stimulating the genitals this is connected to the question oh peter fried um i didn't see another question if you had one sometimes youtube doesn't post people's questions so if i haven't seen it that's why <clears throat> um so you could repost your question but basically if you're not having enough arousal without stimulating the genitals i mean this. It's not unusual. Like some men, you know, they need a bit more direct genital stimulation to become aroused, become more erect. Right? Some men are able to do it with their mind alone. Takes practice, you know, building your sexual energy, building your kidney energy as well, to to get to that mental activation alone. Okay. Yasir Mahdi says, if I completed the orbit and build my energy and the dantian and circulate it, does that energy drain with time, and I'll be back as i was another question is does it change your innate flow of energy well i i'm not sure if i exactly understand your question but it sounds like you're saying okay you build the dantian circulate the energy and then is the energy going to start draining with time um not if you're practicing regularly if you're doing dantian practice regularly which is an important part of you know if you're serious about internal energy development it's very important part is, is focusing on dantian work uh, if you're constantly daily, you know, working with a Dante tian, then you're going to keep kind of accumulating chi in it, sinking chi into it, collecting chi into it, so it's not going to drain. Ultimomago says, "What's the best way to bounce back from a miss? Are you talking about a miss?" like a woman or a miss, like you ejaculate. I'm not sure what you mean by a miss. Starlister says, does smoking cigarettes affect sexual energy and function? Definitely, cigarettes are terrible for you. I mean, smoke in general, like smoking anything in your lungs is not great for you and it will definitely affect your sexual energy in fact one of the main causes of impotence and sexual dysfunction is smoking smoking cigarettes right um smoking tobacco is one thing you know tobacco is at least like a natural plant you know but like cigarettes like manufactured cigarettes they put all this nasty stuff in there it's guaranteed to kill you at some point right uh it makes you impotent I definitely recommend not definitely not smoking cigarettes and really smoking anything regularly is, is not very good for you because it, it taxes the lungs and in, you know the, the 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 cycle of the five elements in chinese medicine when the lungs are taxed they can pull on the kidneys which is your sexual energy so be careful with that xvip says can semen retention make you careless and lazy because you no longer have that urge that makes you act omnipulse on, on impulse. Um, in my experience, it's been quite the opposite. Practicing semen retention has made me much more driven because you have more masculine energy, you have more of a sexually polarized charge. You have this, you know, the the, the essence of semen is this essence of like driving force to go out to. I mean, the semen are they're, they're searching for the egg, they're searching to fertilize and create, right? And that's what it makes us do. We want to go find things to fertilizing and create in the world around us, you know, and it's going to be different for every man. If your sexual energy becomes stagnant because you're not you know, working with it, then you may get a bit lazy, but from, from what I've seen, it tends to make men a lot more in their action in their masculine. derek trevino hey what's up derek says does your ejaculation frequency change from time to time i notice at times i can comfortably have non-ejaculatory sex for up to a few months and i feel great other times i feel like i need to release i am guessing you're gonna say uh yes it will change with the seasons um also so so for me i have you know my sexual energy builds and wants to move much more quickly in the spring and summer whereas in the winter it's like you know don't ejaculate if possible for me It's 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 so, it's so it's going to change with the season, but also like other factors as well, like you know the lifestyle you have. I noticed when I started doing a lot of Tian work that my sexual energy dramatically increased, and like it's really been. I'm trying to think. It's been a couple of years at least, I would say, since I basically stopped feeling any sort of depletion from ejaculation. Obviously, I don't ejaculate frequently. It's like you know, it's like once a month, maybe you know, six weeks uh somewhere in there is usually about how often i do during sex right and i noticed that it no longer affected me like it used to it's like i don't feel like anything happened And i think it's because my practice is so strong i'm circulating the energy but also really really building the dantian as well so there's gonna be a lot of factors it's going to change through the you know the season so you just learn to listen to your body and learn like what duration of time is best for you to retain and sometimes you know it's time to release the old and create the new it's it's kind of the cycle of, of balance Which uh, WinLex 22 is saying is releasing once a month a balanced way to retention, I think it's a a solid cycle for most men, most men will have a nocturnal emission around that point. Anyway, you know, like I've seen like, from what I've seen, it's like 95% of men, they have nocturnal emissions anyway, which is usually if it's like you notice it happens. Like inevitably, at a certain point in your cycle, that then it's probably when your body wants to release that old fluid because it dies over time. The semen dies over time; it degrades. Either the body reabsorbs it or releases it through the body. So, I think once a month is, is solid for most men. Okay, Ultimomago says a relapse. So, okay, if you relapsed, I don't like the word relapse. It's kind of a stupid word to me. Um, if you ejaculated, because it's not something you should feel guilty or shameful about. It's like. You know it's a natural part of being a human you don't need to feel guilty or shameful about it. just understand that you know doing it frequently is not in your best interest and you're learning to re uh, uh, create a new relationship with your sexual energy based on harmony recycling building right so to bounce back from an ejaculation to build your energy quickly as quick as possible i mean it just takes time it takes time for the body to create new sperm and for you know the the, the chemical changes in the body to happen but you can boost the process by doing qigong practices building the kidney energy working with the don there's certain foods you can eat check out my youtube video called uh, Ejac- on ejaculation recovery i share a, a recipe for a smoothie that you know is good for if you ejaculate and you want to rebuild your sperm danny baker says i've been eating watermelon for two months now and have started to see results thanking you awesome yeah watermelon is nature's viagra it's got the the citrulline in it so cleaning out too Gabrielle Z says a teacher who studied with Montauk Chia and Tantra said that to start with sexual energy the first thing to practice is Dao Yin do you agree do you know anything about that practice so Dao yin is again Qigong Dao yin uh, these are words that often relate to certain practices right Qigong is you know the cultivation of energy which was actually a new word the word Qigong was invented in the early 19th century uh, it used to be called was it Yang Shen, I believe, which is nourishing life. Uh Dao Yin is another practice. Dao yin are basically uh they're yogic type practices, usually. Sometimes they're like straight up qigong practices. Sometimes qigong's been called Dao Yin. So it's just a word that can describe various practices, but usually they're they're stretching type practices, kind of mobilizing, opening up the channels and things like that. And I agree that uh working with sexual energy, you first need to do some sort of preparatory work in the body. That's how I, you know, train my students as well, is uh, my process is Qigong, meditation. I mean, Yin type exercises, stretching as well, breath work. So the, the idea is we want a foundation to kind of create a, a balanced and healthy circuitry, circuitry in the body so it can handle the high voltage of sexual energy. So yeah, pre- preparing the body is very important. It doesn't necessarily need to be Yin specifically, but any sort of practice to open up the channels, balance the excess energy, ground, you know, it is going to be great for that for learning to work with sexual energy. <clears throat> XVIP says, can retaining semen after many years, can you after, so after retaining semen for years, can you lose that drive and urge that makes you act on impulse and not retaining semen like you careless of things from having to do. So? Um, so so you're kind of saying if you practice human retention for so so long are you no longer going to have impulses and you so you're no longer driven to do things i mean i you're always going to have like desires you know unless you live in a cave and like a monk and isolate yourself from society you're going to be <laughs> stimulated by you know things around you the world around you it's just it's the nature of the world we live in so it's always going to be there but the the thing is is that you know i mean this is going to be individual for everyone but ambition willpower drive is something that's you know what we must create within us we must have this fire a lot of it has to do with you know the health of our bodies the state of stress or lack of stress in our lives and our you know passion for life so there's a lot of factors to this Gayton luden says how do these practices help with improving intimacy with a partner who is not really into this type of energy stuff well that's a good question I mean, in general, you're going to learn to manage your own self much, much better. You're gonna learn, you know, the sexual kung fu system is a complete system of, you know, emotional learning emotional clearing, learning to release blockages from your body, your mind, and your life, learning to channel your energy, be grounded, control your ejaculation, have non-ejaculatory orgasms, last longer in bed. So this is, you know, it's very <laughs> it addresses just about every aspect of your life, right? And when you're doing that work, it changes you. You become a more balanced person. You have more to offer and you're more open as well. You're more, you're able to connect with someone much deeper. So it doesn't matter whether or not your partner's doing the practice, you're able to, you know, bring a lot of those benefits and they will naturally start to absorb some of those things from you as well. So both people will benefit from someone doing this. Christian Mooney. What's up brother? says, can you explain she from a psychic perspective or from a physic physical perspective? I'm trying to find out what it is looking for scientific explanation. Is it electromagnetic, magnetic, electrical, or a whole new type of energy? Well, I think that it's, let me think of, of a way to put this. Think of it like the ocean, right? She is, is, it's like the ocean. Uh, if, if the water itself was like beyond measurement of our, our scientific devices or maybe electricity, we take an example, like electricity without the understanding, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with the ocean metaphor. Okay. So, so, you're studying an ocean. Let's say it's an invisible ocean, uh, invisible water or something. So we see like things moving in, we see the particles of of salt, we see the fish in it. It's like, oh, they're, it's the fish. They're moving in this direction, causing things to happen because we can see and put our hands on those. But the actual thing causing these things is underlying it. I'm not sure if this makes sense at all, but I'm, you know, again, it's, it's a, it's, it's beyond the physical. That's the thing. And that's why it's not really popularized i mean overall talking about you know chi and prana is becoming much more mainstream but it's still like science hasn't been able to explain it because we still haven't found the tools to to directly say this is what it is we can measure it what they can measure is yes electromagnetic fields which are um influenced by chi. uh heat in the body like they were doing these studies on qigong practitioners they found when they do qigong they emanate like heat they emanate electromagnetic f- Uh, uh, energy from their hands so they can radiate or they can measure those things but the chi itself is still it's a mystery right but it's obvious it's there because there's something animating this universe what it's like people have out-of-body experiences where they're they're medically dead yet they're still uh having experiences conscious experiences and things so it's like you know consciousness and chi this internal energy it's it's still beyond scientific explanation it's beyond physical explanation it affects the physical but it's not the physical and that's really the truth of our reality you know I mean if you study like quantum physics and string theory and things it makes I think it's a bit more it makes a bit more sense uh but still quantum physics is still like random unintelligent particles bumping into each other when this this field of Chi this universe that we're in it's intelligent it's alive it's conscious it's inte- it's sacred geometry the intricacy of uh, the reality we live in is astounding you know there's, there's no way this was random like oh just particles bumped into each other and all of a sudden this world came to be you know it's, it's there's there's a conscious design to everything and you know i guess i guess part of the beauty of it for, for to it part of let me slow down part of the beauty to it of it for me is the fact that it can't really be explained i mean we can you know it's like but it's this is the the mystery the great mystery right is that some things we just we can't explain. We can't 100% uh know and explain, being okay with that, you know, because when you can when everything's fixed, it's it's rigid. It's like uh, the the Tao Te Jing says basically the the Tao that can be named or the Tao that can be explained is not the eternal Tao. It's not the true Tao. So it's like you you can we can kind of give a hint at what things are, but we can't truly lock it into any fixed shape because uh the universe is really and some some things are just unknowable, right? So I don't know. It's kind of <laughs> do with that as you will. Hope that answers your question. <laughs> One of the other translations of qi uh, in the Chinese is uh, subtle breath, which kind of gives you this, you know. It, you see it as more of a process like when we breathe we breathe in we breathe out so it's it's this process that's happening right and subtle breath so at a subtle level it's this breath this process this animation that's animating the universe it's animating everything and it's 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 this this cyclic uh nature of creation as it's unfolding which is really uh it's yin and yang it's 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 electromagnetic fields interacting it's polarity interacting that's it's this yin yang pulsation that's creating everything it's creating the change we experience it's, it's creating night and day it's creating the the unfoldment of our reality as we experience it. Santi Rosazel, Rosa sorry, if i said that wrong. It says amazing. You talked about your nine month alone process. I'm in the same process, mastering my sex alchemy practice and healing mind patterns to start a healthy relationship. It's a great thing to do. You know, it's like when, when you've gone through like a, a difficult breakup or something, the tendency for most people is like, okay, I need to like replace that person because I'm empty inside. And then you just attract the same situations over and over, you know, and I think it's important to take some time to really change yourself, to, to go, to address those underlying things that maybe we're causing disharmony in how you are interacting with others and especially yeah this is the best time to do these these practices because there's no distraction from other people it's easier to learn to master your energy and your sexual energy when you're by yourself so it's a great time to really do it breathing in the you says thoughts on white tantra black tantra gray tantra etc um you know I, I i haven't really studied this stuff in depth i know that there's different there's like white tantra black tantra red tantra you know gray tantra there's different paths some of them are like solo cultivation paths like their internal alchemy basically of like you should be celibate you shouldn't interact with anyone else but you're creating these sexual polarities within yourself um other ones are you know dual cultivation the path of with a partner and things like that so i don't know i i'm i'm not really teaching the tantra path i'm teaching more of the daoist model of just sexual cultivation with fire says I've been retaining for around five months lately. I've been feeling loss of motivation, seem to have generally less energy and not as much aggression towards life, which I want yet. I highly prefer not to ejaculate. This may be related to how much I was working out before tips for this. Yeah. So, you know, obviously there's gonna be many factors to this drive in general. Are you stressed? How's your diet? What's your lifestyle? Are you balancing everything? That's the first thing to look into, right? And ejaculation frequency is just one thing of those. It is important to understand though, um, Is that retention for me is a balance between extremes, obviously jacketing every day. It's too much. You're going to deplete yourself, but tr- going for really, really, really long times for some men, uh, their testosterone, it's like the endocrine system actually starts to atrophy a bit. Your testosterone lowers hormones plummet. Yeah. You'll feel, feel yourself just kind of feeling a little docile and stagnant. Um, so for me personally, in avoiding either of these which for me felt unbalanced as I was going super, super long periods. I found myself, yeah, feeling the same myself. And I found my ideal frequency to be, to ejaculate about a month, every, every month or six weeks, only during sex. Like if I was alone, I probably wouldn't do it single. I mean like during masturbation, but during sex, I will ejaculate every four to six weeks. And I find that keeps my endocrine system and everything just in like the most balanced, like young driving state for me. So that's, you know, what I found to be true, but also addressing other areas in your life, you know, that could be, a lot of things causing this derek trevino says typically how long are your practices in your iea academy which is my immortal energy arts academy so um typically the most of them are short practices immortal energy arts is a bit different than how i teach in multi man whereas in multi man I'm, I'm teaching like okay here's a qigong form here's this meditation practice so multi man is very specific towards sexual energy and what you need to master your sexual energy immortal energy arts is just an in-depth ongoing training in pure energy cultivation there's no sexual practices in it but it's uh it's just pure internal energy cultivation so it's really like i'll teach certain practices but it's also like building on certain foundations like certain aspects of for example building the dantian connecting the palms to the dantian to mobilize chi all kinds of things so typically the videos it's weekly videos weekly training they're typically about 10 to 15 minutes some are a bit longer but it's typically about 10 to 15 minutes and i'm I, I explain what you need to be working on as you unfold. So it's, it's, it's a different format than multi Man. But again, you can expect every week to have a 10 to 15 minute video you're following. And a lot of it is just kind of building on itself. So it's not like you're getting a million practices. You're just getting a few important things that you develop. Hopefully that answers your question. Starluster says, is it possible to unite male and female polarities within oneself with sexual kung fu? Yes, it is. Um, to <laughs> how deep of an extent you can do this is going to depend. you know this is more of the meditative internal alchemy, Taoist internal alchemy, which is basically creating the sexual polarity internally. Um, this is what Conan Lee practices, which I've studied in depth as well, is you're creating this internal male female polarity uh, and coupling your own, yin-yang essence to kind of open up a portal to neutral force and Kind of have this internal spiritual orgasmic state as well So it can be done, but it takes, you know, meditative skill for sure. It's a bit more subtle. We'll say Ultima Mago says I learned Qigong because of Iggy Pop. Oh, I was Iggy Pop into Qigong. That's awesome Marcus Tishwani says, yo, what's up, man? Are then you practice, you teach to remove energy from past sexual encounters. Well, yes and no. Uh, The thing is, is you can't really fully (laughs) erase the past, especially with sexual connections, very, very deep intertwining. But you do learn how to, we could say, restructure your energy as, as it flows, reset boundaries, reset, you know, the way your energy flows. So it's not necessarily going to that other person anymore. So overall, it will help to, you know, uh, increase your solidarity so to speak, and create more of a boundary so you're not leaking energy to people. But you can't completely you know undo the things you've done unfortunately. brett mclean says love you bro what are your thoughts on the six healing sounds wonder if you still practice that and see any benefits six healing sounds is phenomenal it's one of the first things i teach in uh, multi man uh, because it's a powerful clearing practice it's a dispersion practice you learn to clear heat from the body uh psychic heat emotional heat you know toxins from the body um it's it's a powerful emotional clearing practice it's phenomenal and it's really you know when I first learned the six healing sounds, I was like, This is silly. Like, how could I how could this be doing anything? Which which was my original thought about a lot of Qigong practice. right? But it's it's a phenomenal practice. And yeah, I do it frequently. I love to do it before bed because it really clears out the body, or anytime I'm just feeling a bit off, you know, just do a few healing sounds. So yeah, I teach that in a uh, multi-gasmic man. Absolutely recommend that practice. Dust Barber says, I just found your channel today and I'm so excited to start this practice. I know you have probably answered this a thousand times, but where do I start? Well, glad you found it, glad you're you're beginning the journey. What I recommend is starting with, I mean, I've got playlists. Most important thing is that you have a practice, right? So check out my Qigong playlist and you'll have practices, my Qigong playlist and my sexual Kung Fu playlist those uh, sexual kung fu exercises playlist so the most important thing is like you have a practice you start to feel it in your body everything else is just talk right but um you can kind of make your way through some of the other videos i made i made like i think i made like over 200 videos so it's quite a bit but yeah sexual kung fu exercises and qigong playlists go through those practices and you'll start feeling it in your body yasir hamadi says i tried to complete the microcosmic orbit but i had a blockage in the head so the energy got stuck there after a while i got that energy to solar plexus i fear that if i complete the orbit the energy will go back to my head well i think it's good to balance out microcosmic orbit practice with with qigong practice so movement practice you know uh, allowing the palms the laogong to help guide the qi through the body it's very grounding and helps to kind of for for me, the most important, or the most helpful thing I will say in opening up the front channel was grounding work. The Zhan Zhuang practices, I have some on my YouTube channel, look up, you know, my sexual uh, uh, standing meditation practice. This helps you to sink the qi, create this downward descending flow. Um, but, you know, also it was just a matter of working with the microcosmic orbit until I, you know, did open up the front channel. And if you do have too much energy in the head, then do some grounding, do some qigong, go for walk in nature. It's usually not a huge deal. Danny P says, bro, I was going to Instagram, but I saw a new video of yours where you answered all my questions. I always try to go on semen retention hard mode and end up falling and going all in on PMO again. Love your channel, brother. Awesome. So this is the common, you know, pattern. As I was mentioning at the beginning of the video, it's like either men are often either overindulging in sexual activity or they go in, you know, this upset, like can never ejaculate again. Can't let my, you know, can't feel sexual pleasure. And they try to hold it back until it builds up and it drives them back into porn and things like that. So, the sexual kung fu is the path of balance. It's the path of, uh, it's not about holding something back. That's the most important thing. Is, is for a lot of men, it becomes this obsession. I'm like, okay, I can never let, my, I can never ejaculate again. That's the most important thing. So they get in this contraction. that puts you in a contraction. You're trying to stop something. You're trying to keep something from flowing. You know, ejaculation is a natural process. It's it's there's nothing inherently wrong with it. The fact is that we abuse it because we're overstimulated sexually, and so we ejaculate too much. And it's it's like here and there, it's not a big deal. But the most important thing with sexual kung fu is is you're you're practicing a system where you're 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 doing something, you're practicing something, you're developing mind body skills, so you have a connection, a relationship with that energy, putting it into things, circulating through your body. Otherwise, if you're just trying to suppress it unconsciously, it's just going to build up in your genitals, amplify your lower chakra energy, and you're eventually going to you know find yourself feeling lustful and looking at porn things like that so it's about balancing this energy it's not just about holding it back it's about redirecting it it's important I teach this in depth in my uh my 12-week course materialism man <clears throat> stoic shaman says how do we know semen retention works do it do you feel, you know, more energy? Do you feel more confidence? Do you feel more vitality when you do it? You know, it's, 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 it's an experiential thing for me. I noticed the benefits right away because for it, it was really, really rare for me to go more than two, maybe three days without ejaculating. And the first time I went a week, uh, without ejaculating, I had so much more energy, so much more confidence, so much more drives. Like, you know, it was very obvious to me. base fit says hey i just come across your page and my journey overcoming sh- overcoming shame and trauma what are your thoughts on multi man i guess you're talking about maltaxia's book multi man <laughs> that was the book that really started me on this journey it's it's a great book um i will say that the exercises in there i don't necessarily recommend the, the, the finger lock not great um the pc squeezing it's it's going to create a lot of tension that Uh, Actually makes it more likely for you to ejaculate. So I teach different methods than what are in the book But overall the concepts are great and it's a good starting point But the book alone was not enough for me to master this this stuff Really just kind of opened me up to Learning more about it (laughs) Jacob Simmons says Spitting right now you got Great energy homie Thank you, brother. Glad you're enjoying it. Marcus Des, marcus Deshawani says, "How has the ascension period, ascension pyramid, <clears throat> helped you or benefited you?" So I've got a couple of pyramids. I've got I've got a copper pyramid, an Oregonite pyramid that I sleep in around my bed. Then I've got a PVC one outside that meditate in. Um, Their py- pyramids are phenomenal. First of all, you don't need external things. Like the most important thing is you have an internal practice. There's nothing you cannot do with meditation, uh, with internal energy development. So everything else is just a crutch but having said that sometimes it's fun to have some external support pyramids there's a Russian scientist I forget his name but he did all this research on pyramids and he found that regardless of what the material of the pyramid was made of it was the 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 angles the specific angles so there's the Nubian pyramid angles they're the the taller pyramids that's what's my my outside pyramid is and then there's the, the great pyramid the pyramid of Giza ratio and the angles which is what my my bedroom pyramid is um those specific angles have healing properties this guy took so they would put this uh water inside of a pyramid it was either a wood pyramid or a PVC pyramid I forget so they just put this water in the pyramid you know let it be in there for a little while and they were taking I think it was like um prematurely born babies who were like almost guaranteed to not survive like you know there's like a very 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 low survival pit rate in these babies and they gave them just like a few drops of this pyramid water they lived they were super healthy they thrived so very interesting right and there's all kinds of you know why why are there pyramids on every single continent you know there's there's it's an ancient technology yeah I was just reading this book about Atlantis and how we look back at these like old uh like the Great pyramids um go Tepe all these like ancient like <laughs> you know technological uh spaceports and we say oh they were so primitive they were using stone and stuff but it, the fact is that it was just an a different type of technology they had a different type of understanding and how to harness the electromagnetic field of the planet to create actually a very very advanced technology they didn't use electricity in the same way we do they had a different way of generating energy based on the earth's electromagnetic grid and harnessing that energy um so yeah pyramids are lit (laughs) Francisco Beckman says sometimes when I practice testicle breathing I feel like the energy stays in the genitals and the urges reduce slightly it takes practice you know uh sometimes you will get the energy moving sometimes it's a little more difficult but it just you practice it every day you keep going with it and it's you know gets better and better this is why it's kung fu it's not instant gratification do it once and you're done this is kung fu it's time discipline you know every day you're training and it's a it's a slow and steady building um foundations to achieve mastery doesn't happen overnight just keep going Liar Liar says, hello, Jonathan, love your work. So you didn't generally ejaculate when you were single, thanks. No, when I started getting into retention, I would not, I will say I would not consciously, like purposefully ejaculate when I was single. I would have wet dreams every now and then. That's kind of when I noticed like, oh, every time I get to a certain point, I often have a wet dream. So maybe that's just the most, you know, when my body wants to release, that was kind of an insight I eventually accepted. But typically the only time I ejaculated when I was single is when I was like practicing the sexual Kung Fu methods and I actually went over the edge, right? which is part of the process. Nico G says I released about 30 to 40% during too many times edging. Does that count as failing the retention? I didn't mean to do it, but I was able to stop it. So, so it sounds like you had you started to jack thing st- You stopped and you held the rest of it in um i don't know it's (laughs) whatever you call failing retention you know for for me it's silly to see something like that as a failure because you're just you're practicing you're learning it's like if you're if you're learning to ride a bike you know and you you fall over did you fail it's you you just you fell over you had a little stumble in your path it's it's like you know be careful the words you use and and the things that you program into yourself steam retention is not about Oh, if I ever ejaculate, I'm a complete failure. I wasted everything. It's not about this obsessive focus on did you ejaculate or did you not? It's this, fo- for me, it's a focus on building the energy, being harmonious with it, not recklessly spending it and, you know, doing your best to, uh, recycle that energy before in your body, before you eventually ejaculate after well, that's months or weeks, whatever, you know, relax. After ejaculating every single day, is it a huge deal that you were practicing after you know retaining for however long you accidentally ejaculated a little bit? It's not a big deal. Okay. T fresh wait says, "Are the benefits from are the benefits the same when semen retention?" is a side effect of prescription drugs, such as SSRIs that lower sex drive. Well, over oh, I'm about to lose my Instagram feed. So I'll have to jump back on. And so so guys on Instagram, I'm gonna pull the live wrap back up. It kicks me off after uh, an hour. So I'll have to answer that in just a moment, but I'm gonna answer this one because it's, it's an interesting question. Let me just save this Instagram video. Hold on a second, YouTube. All right, um, Instagram feeds back up. Let me just, Wow, well, we're an hour in, these fly by, don't they? Danny P says, is Qigong greater than yoga? How similar are they? Qigong and yoga are quite different practices. And I practice them both, but for different reasons. So it's difficult to say one's greater than the other. It depends what you're trying to accomplish. For overall, like, balance, uh, health, just, you know, yoga is a solid practice. It's great. Yoga was, like, my first discipline. Well, actually, music was my first discipline, like, practicing guitar. But, like, as far as, like, kind of physical, mental, spiritual discipline, yoga was my first. And Uh, yoga is great. It helps kind of, you know, you stretch, you open up, it helps open up the body, open up the energy channels. But as far as like energetic management, Qigong is definitely superior because I haven't really learned any yoga practices that really gave me a direct connection with internal energy and like build it to the level that I've been able to with Qigong. So Qigong is, as the name suggests, it's pure energetic cultivation, Qigong, you know, it's energy work. Um, and so for me, yoga is more of a physical practice. It's more like, you know, keeping myself flexible, keeping circulation going, opening up the body. Keeping me kind of limber and, and flexible and feeling good. Qigong is like, bam, I'm building some energy. I'm feeling the chi. My hands are lit up. My whole body's lit up. I feel like a radioactive chainsaw. Like it's, you know, Qigong is awesome. So it's, it's just different. It's a totally different practice. Okay. And someone was asking about SSRIs. I'm not sure if they're on right now on Instagram, but um, basically, so, so, so ssris are causing you to not be able to ejaculate because they do have an effect on your orgasm so sure you'll get some of the benefits of scene retention but you get the side effects of being on these prescription drugs a lot of which are taking a serious toll on various parts of the body system you know pharmacological drugs don't have the greatest track record one of the great highest causes of deaths in the u.s is from pharmacological drugs so you know be mindful of that personally i would you know i, I do my best to to have any natural remedy versus putting a, a synthetic pill in my body and you know, they can wreak havoc on your brain chemistry, uh, your kidneys. Uh, they become, you know, some some have nasty with like withdrawal effects when you try to quit them. It's you know, I personally, my goal is to never take any sort of pharmaceutical drug. Lucky Buck says, Strengthening the PC muscle, is it worth the time? I'm at two minds about it. What have you found personally? That's a good question. Um, I'm not really as concerned with it now as I used to be because when I was first doing this stuff, most of the methods people are teaching is like, yeah, get your PC muscle super strong and then you'll be able to control ejaculation completely. And what I found was that actually the stronger my PC muscle got, the more tense it was, the quicker it was for me to ejaculate because I was, uh, it, it made me really sensitive to have all that tension in there. But when I started balancing out Kegels with reverse Kegels, focusing more on keeping it relaxed, then I, I found a lot of, of great benefits to it like if I'm at the point, if I were to accidentally like just about hit the point of no return, you know, I can usually stop it with a PC squeeze. So that's something I rarely do because there's other methods I choose to not get to that place in the first place. Right. So it, it, overall, it seems to be good for, uh, development of the pelvic floor. I've heard a lot that it helps, like it's good for like your internal organ health because the pelvic floor is like the bowl on which all your internal organs are sitting. And when you, sometimes as you get older, people get older, they're, their pelvic floor starts to sag it becomes you know loose they have incontinence their organs kind of sag down get out of place so there seems to be a lot of benefits to strengthening the pelvic floor but also keeping it relaxed so i focus on it christian mooney says is there any particular time of day that is best for practice <clears throat> um yeah so classically they say that sunrise and sunset's the best time for practice energetically there's that yin yang balance there's a lot of yuan chi neutral force um that's my favorite time to practice but i'm not always you know up at sunrise <laughs> uh my favorite time to practice is first thing in the morning whenever i get up and you know take a take a shower and get some water you know make my way to, to, to start practicing and then the evening as well is my favorite time is my other favorite time to practice like ever after kind of the work and the moment of the day's over it's, it just feels very calming and i am able to focus my best at those times for me i can't i don't find practice you know they also say that practicing between i think it's like 11 a.m to 1 p.m is not very good and i found that to be true as well there just seems to be this there's a lot of, i think there's a lot of psychic disturbance in the field people are like busy they're on lunch break they're like oh i hate my job you know there's a lot of that in the field so um for me morning and evening are the best times but just whenever you have the time to do it whenever you have like uh the time in your day when you feel like not scattered you feel focused you're able to, to focus on a task at hand this is the best and i see your other question will we ever see jim bob white on the live q a for some question time uh it's definitely a possibility i don't know who wants to see jim bob white on the q a if you haven't seen my uh my video scene retention explained by redneck definitely check that out uh new character in town but i think it'd be fun to do jim bob on the q a we'll see who <laughs> dang base fits his thoughts on Wim Hof method for beginner practice. Wim Hof methods. Great. You know, it's breath work. It's, it's a solid practice. You know, I've done a lot of that type of breath work. It's good. It's It's a great practice for beginning as well, for sure. brett mclean says what's a good way to practice qigong i really want to do it daily should i just follow on your videos and then take my practice out in nature I was really wondering how to start thank you yeah i think it's a good choice is check out my qigong videos get get the mechanics down and go on nature and practice it's, it's best practice in nature but you know it's fine to practice indoors as well i definitely recommend balancing zhan Zhuang practice standing meditation with a movement qigong practice maybe like equal time between both of those is fantastic nick DeFloris is you'll love you fam perspective towards diagnosis such as bipolar type two best self etc treatment much love brother so mental disorders um i'm not an expert on this i I might not be the best person to ask about this uh bipolar is an interesting thing um there's definitely kind of this yin yang aspect to it where it's like you're in this version of yourself then you're in this version of yourself right um it 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 may be something to do with like, just kind of an unintegration of yourself. Like there's these parts of your mind that are kind of split. You know, we we have these different forces affecting us. Something I was talking about with uh, my group, was it yesterday, two days ago, last multi-gasmic man group, we were talking about these different forces that are affecting our consciousness, how we always have these different voices and there's different things coming in our stream. So um, I think having a good, you know, kind of holistic health practitioner, uh getting some advice from them is great and also you know doing these internal practices qigong meditation to kind of balance it from the internal as well christian johnson says when does the enrollment for multi man's course open up soon very very soon uh, if you're on the wait list you'll be the first to know verde laraca says hey bro love you do you think qigong will help to reduce hyperhidrosis i do not know what that is so i can't really say i will say in general as far as like chronic ailments and things like that qigong has a pretty good track history of healing things i mean they had hospitals in china for basically people would go to the hospitals it's like if they had an acute condition they gave them western medicine if they had a chronic condition they would send them to a qigong hospital they had like a honestly like an 80 to 90% success rate in healing things so qigong is is pretty great Nico G says, is the energy exchange video you have does it work with the same sex yes all these energetic exchange techniques regardless of your gender the, the sexual you know orientation they're going to work the same because sex isn't, I mean, you know, it's not really about male, female. It's about yin and yang, right? And we all have yin-yang aspects within us. There's every relationship, every kind of attraction is based on yin-yang. It's based on polarities, these masculine, feminine energies we all have. So there's always that dynamic in a relationship. Someone's a little more receptive. Someone's a little more uh, outputting. Nico G said, did you go to school for Qigong? Is that something I have to be certified to teach? Yes, I did go, I mean, I, I studied in, you know, systems, Qigong schools, Qigong systems in depth. I got my certification, actually a couple of certifications, one through Healing Dao USA, one through Healing Dao UH Universal Healing Dao. Um, and then I ended up studying in a lot of different systems and I've integrated everything together. So I mean, technically, you know, do you need a certification to teach? I probably not but i think it's good to have some training so you actually know what you're doing especially like you know just so you can help people if they have any sort of issues so you you know you know what you're doing have some basic understanding of chinese medicine and things like that i think it's good to get certified overall but you know it's it's fine to like share some things with your friends and family that you've learned too <clears throat> but if you're going to be like you know teaching classes and like really guiding people it's good to it's good to know what you're doing black bear says seems like we're heading in an interesting direction with the v word thoughts uh i don't know it's there's there's all the narrative in the mainstream media which is mostly lies and (laughs) deceit and you know all these what's the i don't know if i should say the word but all these you know laws supposedly these fake laws they're passing who's enforcing them you know you you see what's happening in france what's happening in australia what's happening in england people are not going for the stuff and it's like for example i was hearing about an airport I think it was like Colorado or somewhere, this airport where they're like, okay, all employees, if they haven't had this thing, they're going to be, you know, you have to have this thing to keep working here. And then the next day no one showed up to work and they're like, okay, well, actually we won't have workers. So I guess we have to take back that, you know, restriction, restriction, whatever. So it's like, it's a game. It's, it's silly. Like, you know, don't worry about it. Like the thing is, if you're working at a job and they're like, you have to get this thing, and we're going to fire you, you know, he's like, well, I'm not quitting. You're going to have to fire me. Then I can get unemployment and do whatever I want until I find something cooler. You know, it's like it's it's all right all these things you know again they're not really enforcing these things on a scale. there's lots, there's lots of police officers and things who are like straight up like looking camera saying we're not enforcing these things like it's just it's a game it's a joke it's like are people gullible enough to like fall into these systems just because they're being told to like you know just you don't have to do it basically it's all good keep your eyes on what you want to create in your life Okay, hyperhidrosis is excessive sweating of the hands or feet. Thanks. Okay, well, yeah, uh, will qigong help it? I don't know. I, I don't really know what causes excessive sweating in hands and feet, but it can help kind of balance your internal energies and things. Wow, guys, did we make it through all the questions? Prince Career says sex before marriage. What about sex before marriage? You know, (laughs) you want to, people want to test drive their cars. So you should, no, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) It's up to you. Like, what do you resonate with? Do you want to have, you know, if you you believe in marriage and this like sacred union and then you have sex, it's fine. But if you're like, you know, if you believe in sacred union without such a kind of rigid belief to it, not saying marriage is rigid, but you know, it's up to you. You know, you have the freedom to live life in the way you choose to. Whatever supports you in your process, in your life. all right okay guys thanks for joining um yeah so again my free training tomorrow for men male sexual mastery secrets there's going to be a lot of information dropped again how to have knowledge active orgasms how to overcome premature ejaculation lots of sexual kung fu practices you're going to learn it's going to be mind-blowing how to channel your sexual energy into abundance to transform your life uh click on the link in the instagram bio there's a link in this youtube video and i'll see you guys there tomorrow it's at 3 p.m 4 p.m pacific 4 p.m pacific tomorrow that's right Black Bear says, Have you ever gone out at night with no light pollution? Amazing. Oh, yeah, all the time. Uh I was in, you know, Mount Shasta, amazing view of the stars. We got a hot tub sitting under the stars. It's amazing. And it's it's important. It's like uh, someone was talking about this recently as an, an event I was at. He's he was saying how there's these Native American reservations and they put all these bright lights in there so they can't see the stars. It like disconnects them from you know their uh their higher connection, we could say. And I think there's there really is something too about. There's something to going out at night and looking at the stars. It just, you get downloads, you get information. It r- reminds you of who you truly are. You're a cosmic being in a endless possibility, a universe of endless possibilities, right? Qigong late night in the forest. It's great. You know, Qigong in the forest in general is great. It's more of a yin energy at night. It's very calm okay guys thanks for joining uh again join my male sexual mastery secrets class tomorrow i'll see you guys there super excited also ladies uh my partner mariah is teaching a, a master class for women tomorrow check out her instagram hey mariah ann there's a link in my youtube um hey mariah ann on on uh, instagram okay guys take care i'll be back next week Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Sexual Kung Fu Podcast. Make sure you grab my free ejaculation control guide in the description and follow Sexual Kung Fu on Instagram and YouTube.